Take a second right now. Just take a second. Hallelujah, Lord. We just praise your holy name. You are just so good, Lord. We just thank you, Lord Jesus. You are more than enough, Lord. You are more than enough. Hallelujah. Your will shall be done, Lord God. It's your will, Lord. It's your will we want. We thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. 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 Praise the Lord, everyone. Praise the Lord. Jesus. Yes, Lord. You are good, Jesus. You are so good, Lord. Isaiah 41 and 10 says, Fear thou not, for I am with thee. Be not dismayed, for I am thy God. I will strengthen thee, yea. I will help thee, yea. I will uphold thee with the right hand of my righteousness. Is God not righteousness? Is he not good? He is so good. He is so faithful to us also. Let's, let's take a moment here and pray. Jesus, and help me. Thank you so much. Have your way. Have your way. Have your way. All the praise, Lord God. I just pray that you get all the glory, Lord God, that we are just vessels for you to use, Lord Jesus, that you have your way, Lord God. If there's anything that we've seen, anything that we have said or done, Lord God, we are sorry, Lord Jesus. Oh, just use our holy vessel, Lord God. If you can use anything, Lord God, you can use us. We thank you so much, Lord. We love you. We cherish you. And in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Uh, you guys want, you guys can uh, shake hands and be friendly. As you make your way back to your seats, if I could get a couple ushers. <clears throat> so this Saturday, what's this Saturday, youth? Car wash? They look real enthused. So the car wash is this Saturday from 10 o'clock to 1 o'clock. And um, I, I need the youth there by 9 so y'all can help set up. They look, they're real enthused. They're, they're excited. 
Because camp starts the 18th. Right? No, they're, they're tired. They're tired. Most of them, if you guys don't know, most of them got jobs. So it's not because they're being lazy. They actually are working. Um, I know September 16th, and what is it, through the 18th, Brother Corey? Men's conference. 17th and 18th. It's 16th, 17th, 18th. It's one of the three dates. Uh, so men, this is plenty of heads up for it. So if you want to go, get with Brother Corey. Oh, man. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Brother Corey, will you say the offering? In Jesus' name. If you will, will you march your offering on up and praise and worship with our worship team.
Praise the Lord. Come on, give that hand clap to the Lord tonight. Better. Better is one day. Come on, do we really mean it? Just, just a small time, just a small presence with the Lord is worth it all. Amen. It's true. Amen. I'd rather feel the Lord. Amen. Then feel the sun rays. And I love the sun rays. Amen. Amen. Thank you. You can be seated. I appreciate you being here tonight. That was, uh, that was awesome. I, I don't know. Just the uh, last couple of services have been great with, uh, with our praise team and our music. Just thank you, Jesus. Uh, really, uh, really does my heart well. Uh, I wish I had a talent. I wish I could sing. I wish I could play an instrument. I mean, I would settle for tap dancing. I don't know about preaching, but I, I enjoy it. I don't know how people enjoy it. Is uh, Kids Quest going back? I'm sorry. Kids Quest, you're dismissed. They need all the time they can get. My grandson's up here from Tennessee, and he said, uh, I think last Sunday at Sunday school, I said, well, how'd you like Sunday school? He said, it was too short. That's awesome. I thought, well, could have said something bad. The teacher was mean. Amen. But too short. That's good. That's good. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Thank you. We are, I think we are privileged tonight to have the evangelist with us here off the road back home in Indiana for a few days. Amen. But he's going to be gone this weekend preaching. Several's going to be gone vacation time. Everybody's trying to get vacation, all this stuff in before school. School starts what? August 5th? 4th. Yeah, that's, that's a big difference. Yeah. Parents, not soon enough. Matthew chapter 16. Matthew chapter 16 is where we want to go tonight. Amen. I've got good news and bad news. You want the bad news first? The good news is I've, I've heard from the Lord. The bad news is, he says, this is not the season for change. So I think I'm kind of stuck. Uh, so pray for me or pray for yourself. One of the two. Amen, amen. So, so thankful to hear from the Lord and know, amen, the direction of the Lord. And, and I don't know what it all means, but I, I'm trusting God and, and, and know um, some, some reason he fixed this ticker, I guess. He could have not caught it, and uh, uh, maybe Sister Laura would be rich by now uh, with all my insurance money. Matthew chapter 16, verse 24. We're going to read 24, 25, and 26. Matthew chapter 16. Verse number 24, then Jesus said unto his disciples, if any man, if any person will come after me, let them deny themselves, take up the cross, and follow me. For whosoever will save his life shall lose it. Whosoever will, excuse me, lose his life for my sake shall find it. For what is a man profited if he shall gain the whole world and lose his own soul? Or what shall a man give in exchange for his soul? Verse number 24, deny yourself. I like these words. Deny yourself and follow me. Follow Jesus. I want to talk tonight about be, be or becoming a disciple. 
Look at your neighbor and say, a disciple. <clears throat> Thank you. You could be seated. A disciple. Jesus, Jesus is referring here, obviously, in this passage of Scripture, about self-denial. We've got to deny ourselves. We've got to take up the cross. I mean, there's a, there's a burden involved. Uh, and follow him. But uh, really, it's a common subject. If you, if, you, if you know the Word of God, it's a common subject that Jesus talked about throughout his entire ministry. About we've got to get away from things. We've got to leave mom and dad. We've got to deny ourselves. Uh, we've got to put away things in the world uh, and, and, and follow him. So it's been a common theme, and it's a common theme throughout the Scripture uh, because Jesus' ministry was about that. But I, I want to emphasize tonight, if I can, for just a little while, uh, what some people, uh, uh, they, they wanted to follow him. And I want to emphasize on when some people wanted to follow the Lord, uh, Jesus cautioned them. Uh, they were looking to follow him, but he cautioned them. And what did he say? He said, be careful. He said, take up your cross, deny yourself to follow me. That's some pretty strong language, especially of that day. Jesus, Jesus cautioned them to consider carefully their decision. I believe this. I, believe it's, I don't believe it's hard serving the Lord. I believe we make it hard. Can I get a big, it's not hard serving God. It's really not. It's not hard serving God in this world. Uh, it's when we get our eyes on this world and begin to look at things in this world, then it gets our, just like it was in the garden, it gets our, our attention and draws our, our lustful desires, sometimes works on us. But Jesus cautioned them to consider carefully their decision. And, and he challenged them to walk with him, to go with him. One thing that we learned walking with Jesus, and I've, always, I've said this a, a lot of times, uh, when I was growing up, I thought being a Christian, you had to be kind of a sissy. You know, you just kind of had to put up with stuff. And, you know, if somebody slapped you on the cheek, you had to turn the other cheek. And, you know, I just thought it was easy. And, but when I started serving the Lord, uh, it's not as easy. It's not cut and dry like we think. You know, there's a, there's a cross to bear. There's a burden. And then there's a love for people and a love for things that you begin to see in this world that begin to work on you. When you see the loss and you see people just headed down destruction, headed the wrong way, it begins to tear. And you don't feel the same way you used to or uh, do the things you used to do because you see and feel things differently. And so it works on you. But one thing about discipleship, becoming a disciple, discipleship is a total commitment. And I, I want to emphasize and point that out tonight, what Jesus uses here. I mean, he taught this in the Sermon on the Mount. He let them know, amen, on the Sermon on the Mount, when he said we are all to seek first the kingdom of God, Matthew 6, we are to seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And so when you look at the fifth chapter of Matthew, and I'm I want to take my time on this because I really want to drive home what I feel like the Lord wants me to convey. From the fifth chapter and verse 1 to the eighth chapter and verse 1 of Matthew, there's something to look at here. Because during, when we look at the 5th chapter, verse 1, and we look at, amen, the 8th chapter in verse 1, we see that the multitudes, and put up verse 1 there of chapter 5. Seeing the multitudes, he went up into a mountain. Now, stay with me. He went up to a mountain, and when he was set, his disciples come unto him. Pay attention to that. 
Because between chapter 5, verse 1, and chapter 8, verse 1, what do we have? We have the Sermon on the Mountain. The Sermon on the Mount. A lot of stuff Jesus covers in that sermon, the Sermon on the Mount. If we jump now to chapter 8, verse number 1, look what happens. Because there in, in, in verse 1, he went up. And when he was come down from the mountain, great multitudes followed him again. Now, keep that in mind as we start this process. Because if you look at it, seeing the multitudes, he went up into a mountain. And when he was set, his disciples came unto him. When he went up into the mountain, get this, the disciples went up and come to him. When we look at verse chapter 8, verse 1, when he was come down from the mountain, the great multitude again begins to follow him. <clears throat> so when you look at that, from Matthew chapter 5 to Matthew chapter 8, it's what is called that long sermon on the mount. And in the sermon on the mount, Jesus covers a lot of things. And to save time, I'll just mention a few of those. Jesus talks about fasting. He talks about praying. Read it sometime. He talks about giving. He talks about loving our enemies. He talks about salt and light. He talks about divorce. He talks about uh, all kinds of other things that's essential to our living. He covers these in the Sermon on the Mount. Very long dissertation, if you, if you want to call it that. <coughs> but what it's leading to It's leading to us seeing what we need to be in Christ. It's one thing to be a follower for a reason. It's another thing to be a disciple. Now, Matthew chapter 4, 25, because right before, that's right before the fifth chapter, verse 1. Look what was taking place. There followed him great multitudes of people from Galilee from Decapolis, from Jerusalem, from Judea, and from beyond the Jordan. This is what was happening. There was a multitude of people. But just prior to that, what had happened? It, when you look at verses 23 and 24, what is taking place? Healings, casting out demons. God was doing some great things and powerful things. Now this is leading up in him going into the Sermon on the Mount. Why is that important? Because when he went up into the mountain, now get this. When we go up into a mountain, what happens? We start losing the plains. In the plains is where the people, the large gatherings could be. But as he ascended up to the peak, what happens? You lose terra firma. You lose ground. There's not as many people that can be there. He lost the crowd, so to speak. And when he got to the top of the mountain, who is it that come to him? It was his disciples. And so his disciples come to him. The crowds followed him as far as they could. And he noticed them. Jesus noticed them. It's recorded. But Jesus didn't stay in those plains. Amen. He went on where uh, could not easily be gotten to. Uh, I want that to seek in for me because he went on the, the top of the mountain. Well, I, I mean, we all love the mountaintop experiences. But look at this carefully. Look at it. And when he did, what did he do? He sat down. His disciples came to him. Now, nothing more is said about the crowds except in Matthew 7, 28. It says that these people that did go were astonished at his teaching, at his doctrine. 
Follow me? When he was on the plains with the multitudes, what did he do? He dealt with what was needed, the healing, the miracles, casting out devils. He dealt with that with the people. When, as he ascended to the mountaintop and as he lost, amen, the room for the people, the large multitudes together, amen, it took some effort on their part to get to him. Follow me? Come on, we got to take up our cross sometimes. If we are really sincere about being disciples of Christ, we've got to take up and bear some cross. If we really want something deeper in God. Because healings and miracles and all that thing, it, all those things are great. But it's the doctrine, it's the Word of God that keeps us and grounds us. Because look at it. Only those of the crowd with a sincere want to, or I would call a teachable spirit, similar to what the disciples had, will make an effort to go higher. You really want to go higher? Get off the just, you know, bless me and let me be healed and let me be touched. Amen. And start getting to the place. Amen. Start ascending to the mountain to get with Jesus. Amen. When he begins to teach and he begins to open up and he begins to disciple you and let you know about this doctrine. Everybody with the Holy Ghost should be able to tell somebody about this doctrine. There's no excuses. It's on us. Jesus shows us here because only those that really would push to go up higher. Now think about it. Because the higher you go in the peak, the lesser the area is to congregate. Now, I just told you in chapter 4, verse 23 through 25, the sick were healed, the demons were cast out, great crowds followed. But the higher, somebody say higher. The higher he ascended the mountain and transitioned to teaching to doctrine, the less the multitude, the less the crowd. Now, I, I will be the first to tell you that probably some of them, because of their physical abilities, probably couldn't climb a mountain or go to the peak. But it was his disciples. What's a disciple? A learner. Easily just a simple a, a pupil. Someone that wants to be taught, they're the ones that came to him. And when he came down from the mountain, look what happened. The crowds begin to follow him again. Now, see, I don't know about you, but I've really not put those two things together. He went up and then he come down because all we focus on is the Sermon on the Mount and the things that Jesus said in that teaching. But when you look at the two, there's there's. Uh, it's not contrast, but it shows that when he ascended, he lost the crowd. But when he come back, guess what? The crowd began to gather back around again. There's always going to be a need for healing. Watch this. There's always going to be need to cast out devils. Lord, we don't, we don't, we don't proclaim anything with the devil anymore because we're afraid to be offensive. But let me tell you something. The devil is rampant. He's real, and all these little imps are just as real as well, doing his duty. The crowds begin to follow him again. Now, I think we can learn something here because great crowds can be found in the plains of healing and in the plains of miracles and deliverance 
great crowds. You can have revivals when you got healers that will come in and we proclaim somebody's a, a, a healer or a prophet. Guess what? We can draw crowds. But it's those that want to be taught doctrine that we've got to make the special effort and to go the extra mile. And we've got to bear some extra burden because following what Jesus said, follow me, he starts talking and starts pointing out those that says, well, he says, follow me. Well, let me go bury the dead first. Or let me go do this first. Or let me go do that first. And he says, listen, that's not what I want. That's not what I need. How many's ever had somebody tell you they love you? And you want to look back and say, man, I don't need that kind of love. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He said, I don't need that kind of stuff. He said, if you're going to follow me, you've got to lay down some things and you've got to make some effort. Because I want you to follow me. I want you to be teachable. Matthew 16, 24. Because even when he was talking to those that would listen to the doctrine, even even then some of those in the crowd were astonished and surprised at his teaching. Then Jesus said unto his disciples, If any man will come after me, let him deny himself, take up his cross, and follow me. Now, when we read that, I don't know how you feel about things, but sometimes we read it, it sounds so simple. We read it, deny ourselves. Well, you know, I think in the day and age we're living in, we just feel like if I'm getting up, getting ready, and getting dressed and going to church, man, that's denial right there. I'm putting myself out. And then we get in our nice automobiles with air conditioning and heaters and some Maypop tires. We have nice appliances till the mice get them. Well, glory. You didn't know I was in the message, did you? We have stuff. We have, we have things. So, I mean, when, when it comes to denying ourselves, we've got to check ourselves and ask ourselves, what does that really mean? Because to deny yourself means you've got to put yourself out a little bit. Those that went up the mountain, that wasn't no easy task. It was extra effort. Jesus saw that. He noticed that. He points that out. But there was a select few. There's a select few that will make the journey upward with Jesus. There's a select few that will listen to the doctrine. But then when he comes down, those of the crowd were astonished. And he said to his disciples, if anyone will come after him, they've got to deny themselves, take up their cross. Becoming a disciple is not something just, that just happens automatic. Let me just say, don't simply be a part of the crowd. Everybody, everybody has room and everybody has needs for healings, deliverance, help. We all have issues. We do. Every morning I got to take a bunch of pills. One's called blood pressure. Diabetic, HAT. I'm just checking to see if you're listening. It's to help me get through HAT. I've got a wife pill, a grandkid pill, 
Oh, I got your attention now. <laughs> help him, Jesus. Somebody said, help him, Jesus. Oh, Lord. We do. You know, we have to. And it's like, man, all these things, we, we go through that. But to be a part, we all need, and we all have issues. But to become a disciple, to go where he goes, even if it's an elevation higher than where we're at. How many wants to go higher in Christ? Come on. How many wants to go higher in Christ? How many will put forth an effort, amen, to be discipled of Christ, become a disciple of Jesus Christ? We all have issues. We all have needs. And he's going to be there. What he goes up away from, guess what? He's coming back to. Why? Because it's always going to be there. It's always going to, there's always going to be needs that we have. And you, I, I, I'm wondering sometimes if he just didn't go up to see who would follow. Come on. Because we talk about our own issues, and when we're going through something, we know that sometimes when we have to go through something, we step back and ask ourselves, okay, the Lord's put me through this for a reason. I don't know what it is, but there's a reason. All this going on down here, why do you got to leave? Come on, I mean, we could question God all day long. His ways are higher than our ways. His ways are above our ways. Stand with me. I'm not going to be long-winded here. Become a disciple. It's just a simple message tonight. Become a disciple. Go where he is. Learn of Jesus. Learn of him. Even if it's at an elevation higher than where you're at. Come on, climb a little bit. Put an effort into it. Study to show yourself approved. A workman unto God. Come on, don't be a novice. Don't let somebody else tell you about something. You know where you stand in the Lord. That's what the Lord wants. Amen. Amen. Now, I want to do something. I want to say a prayer. I want to pray, and then I'm going to have you. Let's pray. Jesus, we thank you for your word. We thank you, Lord God, for the opportunity we have, God, to minister your word. God, trust and believe, God. Help us, God, to push, Lord God, to go higher. God, to get out of, Lord God, this area of need, Lord, of comfort, God, and push ourselves higher to you, Lord. God, to hear, Lord, the astonishing word, God, that you have, God, that would take us deeper, God, that would give us, make us stronger, that would give us what we need, Lord God, to carry on, Lord. We ask you tonight, God, be with us, Lord, with your favor as we present ourselves to you. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. Become Become a disciple.